Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today. This is Kevin Brooker, and we're cruising through retirement. You know, we've all heard the expression, you don't know what you don't know. Well, it turns out that many Americans don't know some basic truths about retirement. So on today's show, we're going to give you some facts that can help you make a solid retirement and income plan. Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is a fiduciary and investment advisor representative. Uh, he's a, uh, independent, uh, over 30 years in this business, helping folks get to and through retirement. And, uh, you know, you're still having a good time. Kevin, hi, how are you? <laughs> I am still having a good time. We're, we're, we're doing great. You know, even with the ups and downs of the market, you know, all good. It's been a week, huh? Oh, it's been it's been crazy. You know, just uh, the, the week and the month and you know, year to date, I think we've already had more swings of over 2%, uh, just in these first, what, two months and a week or something than we did all of last year. <laughs> wow. So we're, uh, you know, the volatility is back. Anybody that's watching knows that. Um, and unfortunately, I do expect it's probably going to continue for a while longer yet. Well, it seems like it. And, and that, you know, yeah, I think you are echoing what uh, what a lot of other people are saying. So that, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I want to mention this too first. Uh, SilverleafFinancial.com. That's the website, folks. SilverleafFinancial.com. I just want folks to be able to get to you as quickly as they want. And um, so as we, uh, as we survived the market this this week um what you just said is is you know that people don't have a a basic understanding of some some things that they ought to know but that whole financial literacy thing is a it's a problem in america isn't it 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 is in my view you know it's it and and i think you you can blame you know whatever you want to blame but personally i think I, i i for the life of me i don't understand why there's not more of a focus on it in school when you're a kid you know I, it would make a lot more, a, a lot of sense to me to get back to those basics, um, you know, as well as government and things like that. But, you know, before I get off track, uh, it's not something that, that, you know, you, you kind of have to st- search it out yourself. If you, in other words, we don't, we're not required to take a finance class, you know, in junior high or high school, uh, at least I wasn't, maybe, maybe that's changed, but, but, but we should have to, 
and I, and I think if we started it off at a younger age, it'd, make, it, it'd be more in, uh, intuitive, if you will, for people as they got older. But, but unfortunately, it's, it, it hasn't been a focus. And so I think unless somebody sought it out, studied it in, in college of, of their own volition or something, then they probably don't, don't, you know, don't have a ton, a ton of knowledge. Uh, but the good news is that's what we're here for. Right. That's, you know, that's, what my, that's, that's why my clients you know, utilize my services is because they, they in most cases, they don't want to. They're, they're, they don't, they, they're not interested in it, right? They, they want to do a good job with it, but, but they're not interested in it. They'd rather have somebody else take care of it for them. Um, and that's where I come in. And so if you're, you're one guy. of those folks, I am the guy. If you're I one got of those a guy. folks, you got a guy. Yeah, <laughs> you got a guy. You know what? You got to have a guy. You got to have a. You got to have a bunch of guys, right? You, you do. Got, I think of it. I think of it like a bench, like in in sports. You know, you got to have. You got to have a whole bench of guys. Sure. You know? <laughs> of course you do. You know, so whatever you got to. You know, like we got to have a landscaper. We got a pest control guy and a finance guy. You got a lawyer. You got a doctor, dentist. You got to have these folks, right? Right. And uh, so surround yourself with the best ones that you can find, folks that you see eye to eye with, philosophy, things like that. Obviously, you want to pay attention to fees, um, you know, but by all means, you know, anybody would like to talk, I'm, I'm happy to talk to you, give you give you a second opinion. And as I mentioned before, you know what, I think a good way to find out if you're looking for an advisor and, and you're trying to figure out who you can trust, who's really going to do the best job for you, you know, not for them, not for their firm, uh, who's going to do the best job for you. I think you want to get somebody independent that is a fiduciary, not half the industry is not. Uh, but I'd also suggest checking out the reviews, trying to get some feedback from current clients and see if they have any clients that are willing to talk to you and have a conversation with you one-on-one -on -one privately. That's how you can really get an idea of how that advisor works with their clients. And I happen to have clients that are willing to have that phone call with you if you'd like to take me up on it. 800-975-6717. If you'd like to give Kevin a call, maybe you make that happen. Um, so, you know, when it comes to inflation, it is out of control. I mean, this week came out yeah. for February 7.9%. I mean, that is, uh, we haven't seen that since Reagan, have we? No, no. As far as I know, it's the, and I think a lot of, for, I think if you're younger than 40, it's the highest in your lifetime. Sure. Um, you, you know, so it, uh, which takes us back to Reagan, right? Um, you, you know, and, and there's a lot of outside factors, a lot of things coming together that have caused this inflation. And guys, please stop blaming the, you know, Biden administration. They don't have a, they don't have a damn thing to do with this. All right. The inflation was started because of COVID. COVID that happened and it started under the last administration when the world shut down. We shut down all the manufacturing, all the distribution, everything around the world shut down. This massive, massive, you know, manufacturing system, if you will, and bringing it back online is what's causing the inflation and the bottlenecks. And, and if you remember the cargo ships stuck off the coast, it doesn't have anything to do with the current administration. And it simply has to do with, and I'm of the opinion, whatever, whoever was in office right now, it doesn't matter if you're red or blue, it wouldn't matter. You'd still be facing the same mess. And then with Putin invading and Russia invading Ukraine, that has caused it to spike that much more because Russia and Ukraine are major, major providers of a lot of the basic elements, you know, like wheat. I believe Ukraine is the biggest producer of wheat in the entire world. So anything that wheat goes into, you know, like your cereal or breakfast bar or whatever it might be, those prices are going to go higher because now we have less supply. Doesn't have anything to do with Biden. All right. So guys, please. Uh, recognize that these things were all, th these are the result of COVID and they're exacerbated by Russia invading Ukraine. So, however, that doesn't mean we don't have to deal with it though, right? We still have to deal with it. We do have inflation, highest it has been. And what that means is if you're sitting in cash, then you're really losing buying power. All right. And, and something that is important that, that the survey we mentioned when we started off the show, 
something that we the survey has pointed out to us is that over 70% of the population, at least 70% of the group that was surveyed, to be clear, all right, they didn't they, they weren't able to identify the level of income growth that they would need in retirement. And what is that, you might say, or what do I mean? Okay, so when you sit down and we try when we look at your assets, your liabilities, we look at the money you have coming in, the money you have going out, and we figure out and we develop an income plan for you as you're entering retirement or in retirement. In other words, we we put a put together a plan utilizing your assets and your other sources of income to make sure you've got enough income to, to last you as long, you know, to last you forever. Uh, we do have to make projections about life expectancy, you know, inflation rates and, and rate of growth of the funds, things like that. Any one of those, if we're wrong, can derail the plan. That's why it's important you stay in touch with the advisor and we revisit these plans on a regular basis and you let us know, hey, you know what? I need more income or I don't need this much income. Whatever's happening, that's why the communication is so important so that they can make sure that you're on track because we don't want you to ever run out of money, right? I can't imagine anything worse than being a, uh, let's call it a mature retiree, you know, let's say somebody in their 80s and running out of money after you've been out of the workforce for 15 years. Mm, Not a good thing. No, that is not what, obviously nobody wants that. We want to avoid that. So we got to be smart with how we put together these plans. And one of the things you got to recognize is that, you know, $60,000 in income today is not going to buy you, you know, the same thing in five years or 10 years or 15 years, right? In, in 10 years, if you need 60 grand now, do you guys know how much more you would need 10 years later, just at a rate of 3% inflation, like we historically have seen, you would need one third more, okay? From 60, it goes to 80,000 to buy, have, to be able to buy the same amount of product, the same amount of services, as you could for 60 grand, you know, let's say you had 60 grand uh, when you're 65 and, and now we're talking about being age 75, how much money do you need in income coming in to live the same lifestyle? Guys, it, it, it goes up every year with inflation and anybody that's on a fixed income now, that's why people are getting squeezed at the bottom end. Folks that are retired on a fixed income on the, that are on the lower end of the income scale, inflation can be crushing. Because they're, they, because they're cutting it close already. So if you have a limited budget and you're kind of already spending everything you have coming in, and now we see inflation taking up 8%, you, that, that's going to be a problem, all right? And it could be a devastating problem depending on the overall situation. So that's why, that's what an advisor can help you avoid. We can help you put together a plan so that you have contingencies that, you can, that we can uh, bring into play and, and increase your income over time. Well, and, you know, we're talking about inflation. Uh, that's got to be one of the big questions that you're getting from clients is, what do we do about this inflation? And the thing is, you've been doing this for 30 years, more than 30 years, Kevin, and and you have seen a time or two where there has been inflation. And, you know, there are strategies that, that deal with that. And that's the, that's what you're doing for your clients. Yeah, no question about it. You know, and, and, and guys, it is something any good advisor should be doing. We build it into the plan. I build it into the plan. You know, in terms of, uh, let's say we ladder. I like, you know, laddering is something a lot of people are familiar with. You can ladder CDs, you can ladder bonds, you can ladder annuities, all sorts of things. And what it simply means is that they mature at different times. So let's say you've got something that matures in in three years, then five, and then seven, and then, you know, every other year or something is a way that we could do it. And the way that I like to do it is because it gives you the ability, one, to take advantage of the current economy and current interest rates, right? Right. And then, and then at the same time, when they mature is if they're staggered or laddered, 
when they mature, it's the economy is going to be slightly different each time. So you can take advantage of the interest rates, the current interest rates at that time by having things mature at different times, and it frees it up and gives you liquidity. So you have extra capital coming in if if uh, if that's what you want or that's what you need. And so a good way to do it is by laddering your investments. Okay. Well, and again, these are the kinds of conversations that uh, you have every day. And one of the, we're talking about things that this uh, Insured Retirement Institute survey we we learned, and I guess we already knew this, uh, but people don't know a lot about Social Security and how that fits into an income plan. I mean, again, I think it's one of the most misunderstood uh, parts of retirement. It, it it is it is, and 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 you know, and as many times as you know, conversations that I'll have with folks, I still I'll, I'll meet somebody new and I sit down with them, and and they'll say something, and I'll be like, "Wow, I've actually never heard that before." <laughs> so, wow, that's got to be different for you. It it, it it is. And, and you know, it, there used to be a point I said, I, well, I said, I think I've heard it all now. And, 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 and every day or every week that goes by, I, I realize, no, you haven't heard it all. There are, there's and more misinformation. There, there is. And you know what, guys, there's one that I heard uh, that I wanted to relay and make sure everybody knows. Um, we all have something the government calls your full retirement age, right? The abbreviation yes. is FRA. And, and so one thing that I would suggest everybody do, if you haven't done it already, go to the Social Security website, all right, ssa.gov, all right, and set up an account for yourself, okay? You, they do, and I do, uh, they are doing the two-factor authentication. And so you got to have, you have your cell phone with you, you'll put in your cell phone number. That's what they're going to use to verify you going into the future. When you want to log into the account, they'll send you a little, like a four-digit or six-digit code. And uh, you, you, you pop that code in there and boom, you're in. It, it's an extra layer of security, all right? But it's important to go into the website. And the reason why, um, I, I mentioned this on a show a while back, you know, as I was going in myself, checking my own social security record, myself and my wife's, a few years ago, what I noticed is that they had an entire calendar year. I think it was 2018, maybe. Anyway, a few years ago, they had the entire calendar year as me having zero income. Oh, wow. Zero. The whole year, zero, <laughs> okay? And- and that definitely was not the case. I, I, you know, I get paid on a monthly basis. I pay my taxes every month, Social Security, Medicare, all of it, every month. Uh, and luckily, I've got all the records. And so I had to get in touch with the Social Security Administration, and I had to send them all the various records for them to update my my employment history, right? And guys, you all know the reason why it's important is because that determines. That's how they calculate the amount of your benefit. So if your employment income is lower. You know, if it's show, if it's showing, if they think it's lower than it actually was, then you're going to get a smaller check than you actually deserve. All right. So it's in your own best interest to make sure that there was that that the reporting is accurate in terms of how much money you've made every year. And get, it goes back all the way. If you you know, if you're like me, you started working at 14. That's on the website. That's in your record. All right. And it's kind of fun going back and saying, wow, and I actually made like $1,200 a year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's, what's, that's fun about that. But I mean, you know, credit to the Social Security Administration for putting a website together like that. It is really efficient. It's really good um, yeah. and, and allows you to really dig in and, you know, understand what happens at at. at 62 and what happens yeah. at full retirement age what happens at 70 well there's a lot of different numbers <laughs> there's yes there's a lot of numbers and guys you really owe it to yourself to make sure you understand those numbers okay it's really important because for instance if your full retirement age is 67 and you decide you want to claim at 62 you can do that but you will forever be getting a check that has been cut smaller 
okay? 25, 30% less than you would have gotten if you waited to retirement age, and it will stay less forever, okay? The misconception that I heard recently is that some people think that, that uh, uh, let's say you claim at 62, they think that you'll get, dis- you'll get a discounted smaller check just until your full retirement age, and they thought that then it would go to up to what it was supposed to be originally. That's wrong. That is not the case. Okay. If you claim early, you forever will be getting a smaller check than you would have if you'd have waited until full, full retirement age. And you know what? If you're in good health and, and you're married and you're the higher income earner, then you really might want to consider waiting until 70 to collect because then you're going to get a check that's about 25, you know, between 20 and 25% bigger than what you would have gotten at your full retirement age. So, and remember, the bigger of the two checks for a married couple, when the first person passes away, the surviving spouse is going to get the bigger of the two checks. They will not get both. They will get the bigger of the two. That's why I say if you're the higher income earner, it might be best to wait until you're 70 because if you're a guy, most likely you'll pass away sooner. You know, pretty much seems to be the way it goes a lot of times. Yes. So your wife is going to wind up getting your social security benefit. That's the reason why I say wait. It's not just about how much income you're going to get now, but think, let's also think about how much money your wife is going to be left with you know, down the road. Right. Well, again, those are the kinds of things that, that become part of this plan and the strategies to when to claim Social Security. There are many ways to do it. And if you're a couple, there are even more ways that you yes. can claim. To, and, and there are strategies, Kevin, and I know that you understand that and can help us maximize that benefit that we spent our life contributing to. Oh, yes. Every paycheck, right? Every paycheck. Yeah. You, guys, you, you put it in this, you put money into this trust fund forever, right? It's forever. And, and you've been doing it. And, and there, there is a benefit there that we want to maximize. And I want to help you get the best benefit that you can based on your circumstance. Now, sometimes if somebody has a health situation or something else going on in life, they don't have a choice. And, you, you know, you got to do what you got to do, right? So if you have no other choice, and you've got to take it, then, then, then go ahead and do it. But just realize every month that you wait, your Social Security benefit is guaranteed to go higher. You don't have to wait a full year to make it higher. Just waiting one month, two months, every month. Every month it will go up. It goes up approximately 8% per year that you wait. The reason, Another reason that I suggest folks wait as long as they can is try to, I, want, I, want, I want to challenge anybody to find anything that's guaranteed Anywhere in, in the United States that's even close to an 8% increase or an 8% interest rate. And the answer, guys, is there's nothing at even half of that amount. I can't even get a 4% guarantee. All right. Go to your bank and what are they going to give you? 1% on your CD? <laughs> all right. It, interest rates are so low. All right. That's a big part of the reason I recommend wait. There is nothing else that is guaranteed to grow even half of the amount that Social Security will grow every year and every month that you wait. One of the things I, I it was part of this survey, they said that the uh, the average Social Security check in 2022 is sixteen hundred and fifty seven dollars. Is that where you're seeing people or is it higher? Is it lower? Yeah, I, I see them both. I see them both. Actually, okay. it's it's um, the folks that have worked full time, you know, for most of their, uh, you know, the majority of their adult life. Yep. Uh, in other words, they didn't take time. Not not a let's say a woman that took time off to raise her kids. Um, she's typically got a, a, a much smaller benefit because she didn't contribute to the plan, you know, those 10 or 15 or however many years she, she wasn't in the workforce in the workforce. And so um, the folks that have worked, you know, full, full time their entire lives, they generally are at least $2,000 a month benefit, um, you know, and 
and and and I meet a lot of couple, I meet a lot of folks. You know, I meet a lot of people that have um, they're comfortable. They've got a very a, a very nice let's call it a middle class life. You know, mm-hmm. they don't have any they don't have any debt. They live in a house that's fully paid for. Their cars are paid for. Um, you know, and they don't spend above their means. And a lot of them are actually able to live and pay all their bills with just the social security checks between the two of them, between husband and wife. But wow. remember, remember, you're going to lose one of those checks when the, when one person passes away. Well, all yeah, right? the person left behind is <laughs> left holding the bag. That's that's so that's right. Speak. Yeah, yeah. But but if but if you if you manage your expenses, it's possible to live on just social security as a married couple that are both getting checks. All right. Um, you know, you know, but it's not designed to be your only source of income. In fact, it's only it was supposed to be part of a three-legged stool, one of which is savings. Okay, one leg is savings, your personal savings, one leg is your pension plan, and one leg is social security. Obviously, a lot of us don't have a pension plan anymore, all right? But that was that was the uh, the amount of money you get from social security was really only intended to be 35 or 40% of the total income that you need. So you want to think about it However much you, you're looking to get from Social Security, you should be able to get twice that much, okay, from your savings, okay? So then when we extrapolate out those numbers, you know, essentially you're talking at least half a million dollars needs to be saved, all right? Mm-hmm. And we go and we go back, and I, and I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but um, one of the things, one of the issues going back to the report, uh, one of the things that a lot of folks... Uh, about half the population, or at least half the people that were surveyed, didn't know the withdrawal rate that they should take out of their savings accounts in retirement. Uh, they didn't know what the safe withdrawal rate is in order to make your money last. In other words, you know how much money you've got a hundred thousand dollars. How much money can you take out every year, and and have a high probability that that money is going to last well into your nineties? A little bit an- here, a little bit there. <laughs> That's right. I tell you what, I've yet to meet an I've yet to meet a person that that. Um, underestimated the number. Okay. In other words, everybody thinks they can take more. All right, guys, the number is below 4%. All right. It used, excuse me, it used to be 4% in the nineties when interest rates were much higher. The 4% withdrawal rate was based on a portfolio, 60% stocks, 40% bonds, and the 40% of bonds were earning five or 6%. Okay. Now that piece in bonds is earning two, if you're, if you're lucky. So considering that 40% of your portfolio is earning so much less, the safe withdrawal rate is actually more like three to three and a half percent these days. So on $100,000, between three and 4,000 is the recommended amount you could take out. So if you want to generate 20 grand, you need to have at least a half a million dollar portfolio in order to do it safely with a high expectation that it's going to last you throughout your life. Wow. I mean, that just, to me, just drives the point home how important it is to sit down with someone like you, Kevin, the independent fiduciary with some experience to make sure that this plan is going to work. And I think if you want to be a do-it-yourselfer, that's one thing. But boy, once you get into, you know, into retirement, things get complicated. There's no question. There is no question about it. And and it's one thing, you know, like we've talked about before, it's one thing, you know, when you're working, you, you've got your 401k, hopefully you're maxing it out, putting as much in the 401k as you can. You definitely want to get the full employer match, which is the free money. All right. But when you're doing that and you're focused on accumulation, I don't believe it's quite as critical. It's obviously important to manage the account properly, but it's not the same as when you're in the distribution phase. Okay. In the accumulation phase, you know, if, if you have your money allocated, you go into a lousy bear market or something, the idea is that if you're, you know, 35 years old, you've got plenty of time for the markets to come back to make the money back. 
all right? And you're just focused on accumulating the most, you know, the, the, the accumulating the assets. But when you get into retirement, it switches from accumulation to decumulation or distribution. You're taking the money out. You need to preserve your capital because you don't want it to, you don't want to burn through it too fast, right? And, and so there's, it becomes much more com complex, in my opinion, as you get closer to retirement and into retirement, because you might not have the luxury of being able to lose money and, and, and have it not be an issue. In other words, if you lose money in the market, if that's going to impact your standard of living, then we need to talk right away. All right. Because I don't believe you should have money exposed to risk if you're dependent on it for your lifestyle. That should be discretionary money that you have in the market that if you lose it, does not hurt your lifestyle. Okay. Because that's, I mean, that's the key where we segment the money and, and the money that we need today, well, that's going to be safe. We know that. So we can, we can take risk with money we don't need for 10 years or 12 years or 15 years. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and that is, uh, that is my opinion. I like to, uh, I like to figure out the income first. I want the income first because your bills come in every month. I want to make sure you've got income coming in every month to take care of those bills. So, and I also want to have a cushion over and above the amount that you need. So if you need four grand a month, I would like you to have five or six grand a month coming in an in income. All right. That's guaranteed that, you know, doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter if the market gets cut in half. Doesn't matter if we do go into, you know, God forbid, World War III. You don't want to have the exposure and take the risk of losing it if you have to live off of it. So by setting up the income that you need first, we take care of that. It's covered. All right. And, and, and we build in like we talked about before. I'm also going to build in uh, hedges or ways uh, to ladder the income so that down the road, we can automatically get an increase in our, our, in our income. I like to do like generally, I like every two or three years to get an increase in the income. It could be more or less frequent depending on your needs or your, your desires. But that's typically how I like to do it. So we built that in there. So we know we got the income side covered. Now the other discretionary money, if you're comfortable with the risk of the market, meaning you know you could lose money, all right, then you know that's when we build a portfolio, uh, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange traded funds, all that good stuff, you know, because that's how we want to stay ahead of inflation. The stock market historically is, has been the best performing asset out there with an average of just over 9% a year. All right. I think going back to 1980, it's average like 9.1, 9.2. Um, you know, so, so it, it has proven itself in the past. But when you look at the averages, a lot of, a lot of times people forget, you know, that 9% average return, that comes along with 17%, you know, up or down in any given year. 17% is the average amount of volatility in the stock market. That's average. Okay. So the corrections and the drops we've been seeing lately, those guys are normal. What was abnormal is the market the last couple of years. All right. Wow. And so yeah. that was an abnormal market where we barely had any volatility and it just keeps on going up, up and up. Right. Well, this is kind of the wake up call. And, and speaking of going up, you mentioned uh, the uh, the pure growth fund that you uh, operate that um, is uh, is uh, good for is up for the year, which it, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of stocks that can do that. You know what? There's there's not. But but I would say the the oil oil space, gas, oil, energy, minerals, gold, those are pretty much the only areas that are up for the year. Uh, the pure growth fund that Steve is referring to is is a separate uh, account that I manage. That is, I call it pure growth because it is only stocks, and we are looking for uh, aggressive growth. Uh, last year it returned over we made over thirty five percent net. All right, beat the market last year. Uh, but this is only between five and 10 stocks in this portfolio. And I deliberately left it concentrated because I believe 
Concentration is how you can create wealth and you can beat the market. Diversification is designed for pre to preserve your capital, for wealth preservation and to reduce your risk. All right. But in this particular case, I want, I want fast growth. I want to limit my losses. If I'm wrong, I'm going to pull the plug and I'm going to try to keep the loss to less than 10%. I really don't even like seeing a 10% loss. Um, but the winners, letting them run. And for instance, right now on uh, Matson is one of them. MATX is one that we picked up a while back. We've got over a 60% profit in Matson. Um, we've got a great profit in Apache in the oil space. Um, Marubeni is one, is one that is a Japanese conglomerate. That one's been doing really well. M-A-R-U-Y is a symbol on that one. Um, Zim is one that I mentioned, I think, gen early January on the show. Yeah, you've been talking about that for, for, yeah, all this year. And I think we're, what, 75 or so? 74, 75, 76 right now, something like that. Wow. And guys, if, if you look at the earnings on this company, they just announced their earnings. They earned something like $14 for the quarter. For the quarter. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. The valuation on this stock is so low. I mean, it's something like two or three times earnings. Okay. Um, it's, it's crazy. All right. So Zim is one. Zim is one that I like. You know, I've been doing well with, with shipping. Ship, it's a, it, this is a play in the shipping space. Um, and, and so, so there are ways you can make money. All right. And, and the point, and, and the pro, this portfolio, the pure growth portfolio is, is, is profitable for the year, just slightly profitable, but considering the markets are down between 10 and 20%, I'm going to say being profitable is a pretty good accomplishment so far. Oh, I and think I'm, so too. You know, and, and I'm happy with it. And it's something that I do to demonstrate that I do have a good way to choose stocks. And, and it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm suggesting people put all their money in pure growth. I would never recommend that. But for a piece of the money, it might make sense depending on your individual scenario. And again, if, if that's the money that you can afford to lose, then, you know, good. Oh, but by all means. In fact, I, and, and by the way, guys, I buy all these same stocks myself personally. Um, I'll buy them for myself. I'll buy them for my wife. In either of our Roth IRAs, I'll buy them in my health savings account, which is the best tax-free account you can possibly ever own. Um, and I buy them in my 401k, my retirement account. It's in, and, and if you notice what I just said, none of these accounts are taxable, okay? Because mm -hmm. it is a more, a more frequently trading, okay? Because the, a lot of these trades are really only two, three, four, five, six months, all right? That means there'll be higher tax consequences if it was a, if it was a, a regular account. And so it's best to do it in a tax-free account where it doesn't matter if it's a short-term hold or a long-term hold. And so I, 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 wanna, do, I wanna do this type of activity uh, it's best in tax deferred or tax free accounts. Sure, and again, this—it's uh, interesting to see what's happening with pure growth that that you've you know culled over the last year and a half, I guess. And and even when the market's doing what it's doing, you're still showing forward progress. And I mean, if you're profitable, you're profitable. I mean, that's that's the bot. That's that's what we want. No, no question. And I'll tell you that, and that is you know exactly like I said, I buy. All of these stocks that, that if, uh, I buy them myself, I own them myself. And, um, you know, and, and that what, it, what it means is I eat my own cooking, so to speak, right? <laughs> sure. And, and, and this, doesn't, this is not something that these are not just hunches or just ideas. This is what's called a rules-based strategy. And what I'm doing is I'm using rules that were developed and created by very, very successful investors like Warren Buffett and Peter Lynch from Magellan Fund and Bill O'Neill from Investors Business Daily. These guys all use what are called rules-based. They developed rules uh, that when a company, it could be fundamentals like earnings growth, revenue growth, any number of things. It could be technical like chart patterns and support and resistance levels. And But these are strategies that they've used over and over and over and over to help them choose a stack. 
And we do what we call it, you know, we, we put them on our computer and we run, we call them screens. We screen the stock, the stock market for companies that have hit all of these, you know, that check all the boxes. And then the ones that come out at the bottom have checked all the boxes. Those are where I start. I don't buy them all. I don't recommend them all. But I'm only, I'm only using a pool of strong buy, highly recommended stocks. That's what I start with. And that's how I, how I, I make the final call on which ones we're getting into. Um, but we're starting off with things that are all strong buy, uh, already rated a strong buy. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, the way that you've put this thing together, and we've been talking about it since uh, shortly after you launched it, I guess, it's yeah. it's a great story. And, you know, again, you are proving, I think, to a lot of people, just what you can do for them. And, I, and I'm not it, saying pure growth. I'm just saying you're you're just so in tune with what's going on, and that's what it takes to be successful. And that's what it takes to have help from you putting together that successful retirement plan. Yes, no, no question about it. And this is what I this is what I do all day, every day. This, okay, this is my life for yeah. better or for worse. Right. All right, this is what this is what I've been doing since 1990, um, and it's not my first rodeo. Uh, obviously, I'm not claiming that, you know, we're, we're not, you know, like all of the stocks I pick do not work. My win rate is about 65%. So about one out of three, I'm wrong. Um, but the key that I've learned, if you can cut your losses and keep the losses to a minimum, right, less than 10%, ideally, and then you let the winners go. So then we can see these 30, 40, 50, 60% gains. That's how, that's how we're having success. Um, but you've got to be in the right sectors. You got to be in the right space. You know, if you bought tech stocks, you're probably getting beat up pretty bad so far this year. So you've got to be in the right space. You know, you got to you, you got to be at the right party, so to speak. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, again, uh, it's been a rough week for the market, uh, and you know, so it goes. What are you thinking? Uh, what What do you want to leave us with, it's, Kevin? It, you know what? I, I would like everybody to take a look at their portfolio. If you're a long-term investor, meaning several years or more. Then I wouldn't worry about worry about you know if you if you're seeing some losses in your portfolio because I believe the markets are going to come back and you'll do just fine. I think we'll do. I think it'll be just fine by the end of next year, by the end of 23. But 22 could still be rough. And and if you feel like you've got too much exposure, if it's bothering you, you're losing sleep, then you need to give me a call and we should reduce your exposure because you're probably taking on more risk than you should. And guys, there's other vehicles out there we can get good returns without any risk. So if you're just tired of the market going up and down like this. Give me a call and I can give you some ideas about some safe, we call them safe money ideas. You don't have to risk a dime and you can still see, you know, five, six, seven, eight percent returns. Provided this for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, hosts, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions. Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. 
Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.